The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hello, happy, terrific Tuesday to you all. I'm Audrey Salveson, alongside it's Eric Franson, my partner in crime. October 8th it is, 501 of the second hour it is. Thanks for joining us, however, wherever you are. Don't forget, you can stream us online at 106andthefan.com. You can also find us on our podcast platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, and iTunes. Just type in the Full Court Press, you'll find Eric and me there. Uh, and you can listen to our, our shows in its entirety um, whenever you wish. Eric, that was a fun first hour. A lot that we had to get through in a little amount of time, it seems like. 60 minutes and a, a ton of audio and a ton of stories. Uh, talking about the Rockets issue with China, or the NBA versus China, if you will. Oakland versus Oakland. And, uh, oh, here's your mic, sorry. Oh, hi, thanks. Yeah. yeah. No problem. The audience missed all that great stuff I was saying during your open. Well... Thank uh, you for that. I don't. I don't know how great it was. I mean, it was just you doing this. Uh, Talk about the basketball because it's not the fall. That's uh, what happens with football. Yeah, that's a horrible rap. <laughs> At Eric rapping, we got more of that. Where that came from? <laughs> Can't wait to get through it. Uh, we also uh, we broke down the wild card uh, not wild card game, but division series. Obviously, uh, as you already heard, uh, in just a minute or two. Rays and Astros will deal it off. Justin Verlander versus the whole entire bullpen of the Rays. And will be ditto tomorrow as, uh, well, not really ditto tomorrow, but. Well, tomorrow they're. they're uh, How long can Strasburg go? Yeah, that's a good question. He's on short rest. Uh, he's, he's looked fantastic in the last game that he was on the mound for the Nationals. Those are tomorrow elimination games for no matter what. I mean, you win and you advance, you lose, you're done. Uh, tonight. Astros try to wrap up their series against the Rays. Meanwhile, Tampa Bay tries to extend this for uh, one more game for them. Yeah, should be a good one. And again, Dodgers uh, and Nats are the night game tomorrow night. Braves, Cardinals with the first pitch, 307. So I will be a mess throughout the whole time. In fact, Eric, I've uh, already sent in my uh, take a day off notice. So I will not be here tomorrow. It'll be you solo. Can't. Nope, you have to be here. So no, I have to do the, I can't. that picture thing that you that you uh, the picture you weren't ready for today. No, so we had to I put was it ready. Up. I reminded you, you yesterday. You wore the wrong bring attire your polo. for today. I said, bring your polo you, tomorrow, no, Eric. It's you photo didn't. day. And you're like, okay. You brought the. You and wore you the wrong attire today. And then when I bring our wonderful coworker Angela, we're not the about photo. that school that's on your chest. I didn't bring the polo. We uh, don't talk about that school that's on your chest. That's in blue. Rod has a billion things to do. We can't just make around our schedule because you're not prepared. It's not how it went. It's pretty darn close, at least. I mean, but you'll be here. You'll be chipper tomorrow. I just, you know. Well, in fact, we probably oh, yeah. We didn't and make sure way, we do that before the game starts. Or otherwise, oh, you'll Michael, just have this. Michael, <laughs> you'll have this ridiculous look on your face. <laughs> One eye over on the computer. <laughs> Somebody get on base. How many outs? No. Well, dude. Yeah, I will be. I'm. Going to be a mess, and rightfully so. The, that's probably one of the good reasons why we don't have a television in this studio. Yeah, why don't we have it? Actually, that's a good question. Why don't we have a television in the studio? 
Hey, are we allowed to announce anything that we talked about today before the show with... Are we allowed to talk about it at all? What? That we're going to discuss the stat that blew our minds or the no! player of the week? No! I mean, well, we talked about a lot of things before the show, IJ. About what could be coming on the radio in the future on a weekend. I think we can. Can we? Ladies and gentlemen, we are excited to announce that we, 106 and the fan on this very station and 1390 AM, will be... Uh, Bringing out to you, wherever you may be, football games, college and NFL. So you'll have one or two NFL games a week, and then you'll or on Sundays you'll have the Thursday night game uh, once. Or uh, once. There's a couple Thursday night games. There's yeah. a Monday night game here or there. Uh, could be a couple of games on a Sunday. Could be just one. We'll when we uh, get the full through. schedule. Yeah, we'll let you know. But some new things have happened here at the fan. We're super excited about. Uh, to bring you NFL programming, live NFL games, live college football games on the weekends. So we're super excited about it. We've uh, If you've been listening, like if you're a, an avid listener to the Full Court Press over the weekends, you've probably already noticed this, but uh, if not, it's coming. College it's it's games, happening. And by the way, college games will be included into that schedule, we hope. so. Yeah, very uh, exciting stuff. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. Yes. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. You act like you hate it. You love it. No, you know it. It's great. Uh, so besides those games, uh, we're also the home of the Utah Jazz here oh, on 106.9 wait. The Fan at 1390 AM. So when we hit regular season... Which is October 19th. All the jazz games 18th. will be here. The only thing that might preempt a jazz game is if there's a Skyview game. basketball game. Yep. Other than that, uh, we'll have all the, the jazz games. I give it to you as, as much as we can. Uh, there may be some times that cuts into our show if it's on an East Coast road trip. Um, but we will yield to the Utah Jazz. And, and, and that's because we care about the jazz as well. And we want you guys to be able to hear those games in its entirety. And and Phil, that's fair for you. As, as And we can definitely step aside for the Utah Jazz. As the Utah Jazz will definitely step aside for the Skyview Bobcats on this station. Uh, because Skyview is uh, local and uh, are definitely... People are more endeared to Mason Falsliff than to Donovan Mitchell. Let's be honest here. If you're a member of Mason Falsliff's family, I would totally agree with that. If you're a fan of the Bobcats, right? Hey, who would you rather listen to? Donovan Mitchell... Or, you know, would you rather listen to a Donovan Mitchell layup or a Mason Falsliff three-pointer from the top of the key? Right in the eyes. I'd take the Mason Falsliff three. We do appreciate those who do follow the local sports here uh, very closely. We were we were just crunching some data oh, earlier man. today. Yeah. And so we can, we can see the numbers. People uh, are coming to our online streams and uh, we see these big spikes on Friday nights. So we know that's those are people tuning in to watch or, or listen to what's going on with uh, local high school football teams. No way, dude. Yes. Yes way. Yes way, Bart. Yes totally true. way, Bart the fart. All right, Eric, uh, interesting situation took place and it all kind of exploded on Twitter about a college kid who is a, seems like a good kid off the field good player on the field, but a fan or an alum of Penn State was not happy with a certain thing about him. You have the letter in front of you, Eric. Okay, so this letter was penned to 
all of a sudden I've lost his last name. Jonathan. You help me out. You got to find his last name. You got to be kidding me, dude. Uh, anyway, it was written and submitted to Penn State football team by uh, Dave Peterson. And I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's, lo- it's kind of long. But in essence, he's saying, you know, we love Penn State. We're graduates. We support all these different teams. Um, you know, uh, we, we love following the school. But here's what it says. Though the athletes of today are certainly superior to those in my days, we miss the clean-cut young men and women from those days. Watching the Idaho game on TV, we couldn't help but notice your, well, awful hair. Surely there must be mirrors in the locker room, exclamation point. Don't you have parents or a girlfriend who've told you those shoulder-length dreadlocks look disgusting and are certainly not attractive? We congratulate you on your game against Pitt, but you need to remember you represent all Penn Staters, both current and those alumni from years past. We would well... We would welcome the reappearance of dress codes for athletes. You will certainly be playing on Sunday in the future, but we have stopped watching the NFL due to the disgusting tattoos, awful hair, and immature antics in the end zone. Players should act as though they've been there before. For the glory, Dave Peterson. Oh, Dave, there's a time to shut your mouth. You know, when you re- I, like, I wish people, before they sent a tweet out, before they wrote a letter and sent it out, that they would actually read it first and be like, is this a good idea or is this a bad idea? And or maybe even like have somebody that doesn't, isn't in your immediate circle yeah. that's hearing you rant about this. Yeah. After you write it out, hand it to them and say, just for clearance, say, what do you think? Should I send this off? This is what's gotten me bugged. <laughs> There is so many things wrong with this letter. There is so many things wrong with this guy to write a letter to someone about that. And in response to this, James Franklin at the podium offered support for his young man. The football that I know and love brings people together and embraces differences. Black, white, brown, Catholic, Jewish, or Muslim, rich or poor, rural or urban, Republican or Democrat, long hair, short hair, no hair. They're all in that locker room together. Teams all over this country are the purest form of humanity that we have. We don't judge, we embrace differences. We live, we learn, we grow, we support, and we defend each other. We're a family. Penn State football, Penn State University, and Happy Valley provide the same opportunities to embrace one another 12 Saturdays each fall. PSU football brings people together like very few things on this planet. 110,000 fans from all different backgrounds throughout our region, from all different parts of the state, and they're hugging and high-fiving and singing Sweet Caroline together. This is my football. This is the game that I love, and most importantly, my players that I love and will defend like sons. Ultimately, this is the definition and embodiment of what we are is all about. 
Lastly, Jonathan Sutherland is one of the most respected players in our program. He's the ultimate example of what our program is all about. He's a captain. He's a dean's list honor student. He's confident. He's articulate. He's intelligent. He's thoughtful. He's caring, and he's committed. He's got two of the most supportive parents, and I would be so blessed if my daughters would marry someone with his character and integrity one day. No one could have made a better speech and been the better coach to, to, to give that back up. I, I just like James Franklin doing it is the best. He's solid. Very good. That's a great statement by him. Yeah. Uh, it, never mind the fact that his team is like crushing it on the field yeah, this year. Yeah. Uh, so he's got a strong platform right now. But look, you may have your personal opinions about tattoos. You may have your personal opinions about dreadlocks and appearance. But you know what? It doesn't affect how they play the game. Are you there to watch how people uh, have, a, if they have a clean haircut, quote unquote? Are you there to watch the game to see who has the latest hairstyles? Are you there to see what their arm, their bare arms look like? No, come on. I mean, I, I don't have a tattoo on my body. I wouldn't want a tattoo on my body. There are people who love tattoos and they have tattoos. It's not something that I would want to do for me. But you know what? It doesn't, it doesn't affect how they play the game. Are we there? What are we there for? Are we there to watch the game? Yeah. And he's clearly a great player. He is a great player on a really good team. He's getting things done. Can't we celebrate what's happening on the field of play and not be distracted by all this other nonsense? Um, So this guy who wrote this letter, his local newspaper tracked him down and said, hey, this thing's going viral, man. This This is going all over. What do you have to say for yourself? And he says, well, it wasn't intended to be racist at all. And then he further says, I would just like to see the coaches get the guys cleaned up and not looking like Florida State and Miami guys. Oh, boy. He says, it wasn't meant to be threatening or anything. He says, I was just disgruntled about some of the hairdos that we're seeing. You think of Penn State as a bunch of clean-cut guys. And you do see many who are clean-cut. But the tattoos and the hair, a lot of guys with hair coming down their backs, it just looks awful. It's the same for the NFL and NBA, too. Close quote. Uh, this letter was attained by The Root, and it comes courtesy from Jonathan Sutherland's Dreadlocks. I'd like to read it. Dear Mr. and Mrs. Whoever You Are, Because my owner has more class in his peaky toe than you have in the entirety of your rapidly deteriorating hateful hearts, I wanted to take the time out to offer a response. I was just hanging out, minding my own business, when I heard that you were talking badly about me. Well, I'm not as nice as Jonathan. First of all, you will be happy to know that Jonathan does own a mirror. In fact, each time he looks at his reflection, he touches his beautiful crown and offers a word of thanks to his creator that he does not possess the arrogance or ignorance or privilege uh, of those and you two who have sat down and written this letter to another human being, insulting them for something that doesn't affect him at all. 
For if he was so inclined, he might mention that you probably resemble a family pack of chicken leg quarters that was left in the trunk of a Honda Civic park at an airport a month. Oh my, what? <laughs> but Jonathan would never say that. I gotta be careful here. Uh, instead, I'd like to know that Jonathan washes me every day, unlike many of his teammates who I've noticed uh, prefer a less rigorous washing schedule that for some reason. <laughs> Uh, I would also like to uh, allay your concerns about his love life by informing you that he does not seem to have any trouble in that area, but he seems to be pretty picky. Uh, <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Maybe he doesn't want to marry a woman who uh, a woman who wouldn't say, maybe you should be quiet when her husband told her that he was about to write a sternly worded letter about black hair. But that's just him. In closing... I would like to add that I'm a proud to represent all Penn Staters, except for you. Love, John Sutherland's dreadlocks. <laughs> okay. So John Sutherland himself issued a statement. Oh, he did? Just the other day. To, uh, he says, yesterday I received a letter by an alumni from the Pennsylvania State University who felt the need to share his degrading opinions in regards to my hair and what it stands for. Although the message was indeed rude, ignorant, and judging, I've taken no personal offense to it because, personally, I must respect you as a person before I respect your opinion. At the end of the day, without an apology needed, I forgive this individual because I'm nowhere close to being perfect, and I expect God to forgive me for all the wrong I've done in my life. Colossians 3.13 states, Bear with each other bear with each other, and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. I appreciate everyone who has reached out to me and showed their support. Let this be one of the many examples to us that in the year of 2019, people of different cultures, religions, and ethnicities are still being discriminated against, and it needs to stop. Don't be scared to be different! Exclamation point. Heart emoji. Cross emoji. Oh, Jonathan, when you get when I get to the pearly gates of heaven, will you give me a good recommendation? Because mine's going to be tougher to get, get me through those gates. I may not even get a key. <laughs> uh, well, no, that's a great response. And to it, those, it, it just it gets down to, yeah. look, what happens on the field? Uh, I get it. There are some people that, that get bothered by some players and the way that they act. I agree. There are some antics that I don't find enjoyable when I watch some sports and some games. The way sometimes people act. But you know what? I'm not going to write a letter. Uh, I'm going to change the channel. Or I'm not going to watch it. But it, Or I'm just going to just watch the game that unfolds before me. And enjoy the game for what it is. Uh, people come from different backgrounds and different cultures. Um, and this this letter insinuates that Basically, you read between the lines, he wishes it was as it used to be where everybody, short cropped hair, no tattoos. Um, I don't know. Does that mean it was all white guys on the team? Is that what he means? Is that what he's intimating? I don't know that he's going that far, but it certainly it disrespects um, a very good player who's making things happen. Yeah, he's got crazy long hair. Maybe you don't think there's a place for it, but you know what? It doesn't affect how he plays. His team's having great success. He's a big part of that success. Let's just celebrate and enjoy the game. 
and what they're doing on the field. No, that's a good point. That's an absolutely great point. Uh, it's just unfortunate. I mean, for a guy who says he's a faithful Penn State alum of all sports, that he can't just watch the game and shut his mouth. I mean, I, if I was his wife, I'd look at that letter and be like, Dave, I need you to put the pen down and tear that up. Step away from the computer. So, Dave, if you have by chance are at this time streaming 1069thefan.com and listening to me on the Full Court Press, I would like you to extend your arm as far as possible, okay, left or right, your strongest one, and then I want you to release with full force towards your face. <laughs> and then do not speak again. Are we clear? Good. All right. As for that, now we move on to happier and better things. In fact, we're going to take a break and coming back. Eric, it is our time. Our David Price, who's not in the playoffs, player of the week, and the stat that blew our mind. It's all coming up. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson on 1069 FM, 1390 AM, a fan. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Sorry if it's hard to catch my... Eric France and Ajay Salison, 525, your time on Tuesday, October 8th. What's going on, Ajay? What's going on, Eric? Are you good? Are you good? I am good. Dude, I'm... There was pizza and cake in the conference room today. Yeah, how come I didn't get invited to this I party? didn't either. I got tuned in on, on turned on to this after you had already stumbled across it. And you had kind of got your fingers into stuff and like, ah, oh, really? Good old... Uh, can we... Can we say, you know, I'm going to say it on air. I don't care. James Murdoch celebrating his 60th birthday. He balls. Like, when I play basketball with him, he plays like he's 35. He's got game. He's a really good basketball player. I guess yes, he'll beat he him. One, I mean, I guess he'll beat him one on one. He goes into those senior games a lot down oh, in yeah. Southern Utah, dude. He's oh. and his crew always plays well, from what I hear. Oh man, he's he's a freaking sharp ball player. I could still beat him one on one, but he's <laughs> he's still pretty good. I uh, uh, keep thinking that David Price Player of the Week stat that blew our mind. We pick a player that stood out to us the previous week, and we pick a stat, a number that also stood out to us. And we share those with you. Don't forget, a segment coming up, it's going to make your hair stand up a little bit, but it's what we do best. Saying things that you don't like. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be our, we call it to tell the truth Tuesday and an honest opinion about maybe a not so popular topic. Yep. Uh, so, but let's first, let's do our player of the week. Okay. Why don't uh, you Jay, start first? Uh, a player who stood out to me, this actually was on Sunday um, Deshaun Watson and what he was oh doing for gosh. the Houston Texans. <laughs> Holy cow. 53 to 32 win over the Atlanta Falcons. He was 28 for 33. So, I mean, he just spectacular in his completion percentages. 426 yards, five touchdowns. I mean, he was just on fire. He's had a really good season. Uh, he's been pretty consistent through the early part of the season, too. Uh, he's a big part of why the, uh, the the Texans are a legit team that people need to pay attention to this year. For me, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Look, when the Patriots gave him up for a second-round pick, I thought, okay, well, that's pretty harsh, but you know, maybe he won't turn out what we thought he was. They're still undefeated. There's two quarterbacks undefeated right now, Tom Brady 
and his former backup, Jimmy Garoppolo, in San Francisco. They throttle the Cleveland Browns 31-3. Jimmy Garoppolo was phenomenal. 20-29, 181 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked twice, but, uh, I mean, was just so good. On the other side of it, and I want to mention this, I'm going to go Colin Coward here and just hate on Baker Mayfield. I can't stand this guy. (laughs) 8 of 22 for 100 yards, no TDs, two picks, 13.4 rating. Yeah, not not a great outing for Baker Mayfield. Um, and there was a lot. There was no love lost between a lot of those oh, players on oh, the Niners. Man. That both kid and uh, and uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and, the flag. Hey, let me ask you goes something. Back to the college days. Before we get to our our setup with our mind, Richard Sherman came out and said, "You know what? He didn't shake my hand." And so there's two supposedly um, courtesy shaking of the hands. One when you first meet at midfield, and then after the coin toss. Um, Baker. Shakes Richard Sherman's hands coming through the line, and then as the coin toss happens and then it's finished, they just run off the field. Any problems with that? Is Richard Sherman having an appropriate gripe, or is this just reaching? No, I think they're just trying to make something. Maybe there's a little bit there. I don't know, but really, that's not a big deal. Is it a, a breach of protocol? Maybe, but it's not a big deal. This re- isn't Major League Baseball where these guys are going to have deep-rooted resentment now for years. Yeah. And you didn't shake my hand when you're supposed to shake my hand. I'm going to throw at you now for the next three times you're at the plate against us. And that's how it would go in Major League Baseball. NFL, oh, guy didn't shake my hand. Yeah, maybe he probably should have. All right, let's go out and hit each other. Well, that's what he did. Sherman then when I looked over the sideline and said, oh, okay, two minutes into the game, Baker Mayfield had his first pick. So I'm just saying, like, his... And Patrick Mahomes is the same way. Like this whole like showboating, it's gonna get. I mean, it's gonna get them killed. <laughs> uh, you know. And, and I look, I love Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, he's a great athlete, great quarterback, really good quarterback. But I mean, when Tom Brady throws touchdown number seven hundred and seventy-five, he's just gonna run to the end zone, celebrate with his teammate, run off to the sideline, sit down, and get ready for the next series. Patrick Mahomes has to do like a five-minute ballet dance of whatever it is, point at the fans, snap his fingers, do a backflip, do a front flip, and then do a cartwheel going off onto the sideline, then point at the crowd one more time to make sure everybody knows he threw that touchdown pass. That's impressive. I know. It's kind of annoying, too. Yeah, that's that takes talent to pull that off. Um, <laughs> all right, my player of the week was Deshaun Watson. My uh, stat that blew my mind, really, it... it could have gone also to a player of the week, but it's what he did that kind of blows my mind. Steven Strasburg. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he's been phenomenal on the mound for the Nationals. He'll need to be again tomorrow. But he is just the second pitcher in Major League Baseball history with at least 10 strikeouts in each of his first two road starts of his postseason career. Overall... He has the third most strikeouts through his first two such starts, trailing only Hall of Famers Sandy Koufax and Bob Gibson. That's not a bad list to sit with. No, that's Holy a pretty crap, good company, dude. Pretty good company. Jeez. So what I, I knew he was having a, just a dominating performance. I didn't quite appreciate just how impressive it was until I looked at the numbers on this. And uh, Steven Strasburg just. 
Again, second pitcher in Major League Baseball history with at least 10 strikeouts in each of his first two road starts of his uh, postseason career. Hawaii destroys Nevada, who is Utah State Aggies' opponent next Saturday night. They led 31-3 at half. Why is that significant? It's their second largest lead at halftime ever in a road football game. Their first, 41-10 Idaho in 2007. That Hawaii team. Hawaii is is for real. Yeah, they are looking to just, I mean, put a statement stamp on every single opponent they play. We talked about this yesterday. I think that Hawaii may be the team to beat in the West Division. Yeah. Who would have thought about saying that before? Yeah. That that just amazes me. And, And Cole McDonald, I mean, there's a lot of talk about... You know, Jordan Love being that first-round quarterback. Cole McDonald, I think, is getting there to where he could be looked at or considered, seriously, as a first-round quarterback. He's got a big arm. He's mobile. Uh, he's got moxie. Mm-hmm. You know, those things that... Uh, yeah, he'll stand and take a hit. Yeah, he's not afraid to get in there and mix it up a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's good. I, I'm... Happy that uh, Hawaii is not on USU's schedule this year. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. Uh, Meanwhile, going on right now in Rays-Astros baseball. The guy that's ready for the next day. The 2-2. Fan throws this one. Deep left center. 1-0 Rays. That's a good way to start. Tony Famine with one out and a 2-2 count gets a breaking ball that's left hanging, and he takes it to deep left center to give the Rays a 1-0 lead, and that's his second home run of the postseason. Rays lead the Astros 1-0 early. And they had two on with one out. Not a great start for Justin Justin Verlander. Ooh, what's his... By the way, and this is significant because he's, like you said, on short rest. What is his pitch count at is my question. I wonder if I can... Ooh, maybe we can look that up. Sorry, I'm looking it up on the fly here. Tell you what, let's do this. You look that up. Let's take a break. Yes. Um, when we come back, you'll give us that information about Justin Verlander on short rest. And then let's turn back to the topic of first-round quarterbacks. Yes, it's our To Tell the Truth Tuesday here on the Full Court Press. We'll give an honest opinion, and you can agree or disagree, but uh, no holds barred, no... Couching it politely. We'll oh, give an honest gonna, opinion. This so. is going to end so badly for us, Eric. I just hope you know that. <laughs> we'll talk about it uh, coming up next here on the Full Court Press. You thought my opinion of Van Noy was bad. Win a 65-inch 4K flat-screen TV from Lens Audio Video in the Preps Pick'em Contest. Presented by The Logo Shop. Sign up to play at 1069thefan.com. Pick the weekly winners of each high school game, and you could win one of 11 weekly prizes and be entered to win the grand prize TV. Go to 1069thefan.com, and you could win. It's the Preps Pick'em Contest on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. 
I've got some kind of audio running. You're, you're good watch, now. You're watching a live game of something. <laughs> I don't know what that uh, is. The <laughs> Rays add one more run. By the way, they do. Yep, they're up two nothing. Are they still in it? Are they still batting? Uh, yes. Only two outs. Oh, there it is. Huh? Justin Verlander's not going to last long. No. If this continues the way it is, it's a rough hey, start. Uh, speaking of which, your stat that blew our mind. According to ESPN stats and info, Tommy Pham's blast was the first homer Justin Verlander has allowed in a start for a team with a chance to clinch a series. He did allow a homer in a possible clincher coming out of the bullpen before. That's doing some research for wow, you. Wow, it's going deep. Yeah, that's that's a little bit too deep for me, if you ask. Uh, did you be able to find out his pitch count? Yeah, right now he's at 25, and we're through one. No, sorry, 22, and we're through one. We're still in. The, we're still in the first. Still in the first. So he could be seeing. He could hit the twenty-five mark, and usually you don't want to hit that twenty-five mark until the second. He's already in there in the first. That's not good for a guy on short. Not run. ideal. No. Not at all. Not ideal. Okay, new segment here on the full court press. It's on. It's a Tuesday, and uh, it's, we're going to call it "Tell the Truth Tuesday," an honest opinion about a topic. And it's interesting because. Uh, appreciate the the listeners and those who tune in and join us. We actually had somebody uh, submit something on the uh, 106.9 The Fan Facebook page about a, an article that appeared on Yahoo Sports that is actually very connected to a topic at least I was going to discuss. I don't know about you, Ajay, but for me, the, the Tell the Truth Tuesday, it, for me, is... I don't know. I don't think that Jordan Love is first round ready. If he decides to go to the NFL, I think he could still be a mid to late rounder. But based on some of the other great talent I'm seeing in college football right now and some of the struggles that he's having. There we go. Set the mood here. Well, there you go. I don't know that Jordan Love is first round ready. Now, the article in Yahoo Sports says pump the brakes there. Eric, um, he is still a good player. Uh, in fact, this was by Eric Edholm, um, and this was he went to the game at LSU between the Tigers and the Aggies, and he says he checked in with some of the LSU staff after the game to talk about Jordan Love, and they definitely respected him. They had to take more time to prepare for him. They were lucky they had the bye week. And this is what one LSU source said. It says he's a good player, but it's clear they don't have much around him. Uh, later, he said um, it's going to be a lot more. Or this was an NFL evaluator in uh, the summer. Said it's going to be a lot more on love. He's got a pretty good tailback and not much else that we know about. He's going to have some games where the operation isn't as smooth as it was a year ago. Uh, and then later, he says... Sometimes these NFL teams, they can be more enamored with a highly skilled player who struggles without much around him over a more successful but less talented college quarterback who is surrounded by better players. So, okay, I'll take that. But Jordan Love has not looked quite as crisp or as dynamic this year as he did a year ago. 
I get it. He had a, a very experienced offensive line in front of him. He had some great wide receivers and some really good running backs he could dump it to in emergencies that made him look really good. But he has struggled so far this year. Eight interceptions already. He only threw six all last year. <laughs> yeah, he's off to a rocky start. Now, Eric, my question to you is that based on some say he's taking a dip in his ability. I'm saying it's a like upward trajectory in the difficulty of schedule. Well, there's that too. But look, it, we've seen some problems with the center exchange. Some of those are on the center, but some of those have been on him. I just don't... Sometimes he's just not as focused. He calls for the snap, but then he's looking somewhere else. And so the ball comes up, and he's not ready to receive it. So, uh, just the the focus has just been a little bit off. I don't think he's quite dialed in like he was a year ago. Still very talented quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He is an NFL talent. And Utah State is lucky to have him. I'm not bagging on Jordan Love. I'm not saying he's garbage. Don't get me wrong. Do not misquote me. Don't <laughs> at me. I just think uh, that uh, there was a lot of talk that Jordan Love is NFL ready. He's going to be a first rounder. That may still be the case, but he's still got a lot to do, I think, f- to finish the season in order to be considered in the top five quarterbacks coming out of college football into the first round of the NFL. That's interesting. That's good stuff. I like that. I am, yeah, I like that. Uh, my truth, well, I mean, what do we call this segment again? To tell the Truth Tuesday. Tell, tell the Truth Tuesday. Donovan Mitchell will not be a top five player this season. Ajay, that's like saying the sun is yellow. What are you talking about? The moon is white. What you, everyone thinks that Donovan Donovan Mitchell is not going to be a top five player. Of course he's Everybody not. Everybody says he is. Everybody thinks Donovan Mitchell is that good. We went through our five best the other day. Neither one of us had him in our top five. Fine, put him he my- wasn't even in an honorable mention. <laughs> I'll put him in the top 10. He won't even be in the top 10. Now that, I think, is interesting. I, I there's There are 10 better players than Donovan Mitchell right now. In fact, you know what? I'll be so bold. Even Kevin Durant sitting is better than Donovan Mitchell. Oh, stop. No, I'm serious. Kevin Durant is so good. Nobody sitting on their behind for a full season is better than Donovan Mitchell, who is actually out there playing. Kevin Durant is. Kevin Durant's incredible. He's great at watching film. Whoo, boy. <laughs> he's great at tweeting, too. <laughs> he's a t- he's, he's first, first team towel waver on the, on the bench. Yep. <laughs> All right, I've got another one. Oh, okay, this will be interesting. Uh, we already talked about this last hour, but uh, the NBA uh, organization, top level, hypocrites. Uh, really disappointing what's happened and how they've reacted to what's going on in China. Um, they're, they're trying to watch their bottom line more than saying, hey, let's stand for something. Uh, it's, it's petty for them to pick and choose what they want to stand for. Social issues that are controversial in the United States, they have no problem. But basic human rights in China and freedom of speech, ooh, don't do it. We're really, we apologize. We regret it. Hypocrites. Look at you. Standing up for what you believe in, Eric. Did you have another one? Because I have one more. Go, fine. Give me one more. I have one more. 
All right, be, per- get, be ready for this one. Ginger beer is the worst of the non-alcoholic soda beers. Boom, mic drop. Wait, what? Let's tell the truth Tuesday. Wait, what was that? <laughs> Sorry, that just like threw me off guard. <laughs> Ginger beer is the worst of the non-alcoholic soda beers. You got root beer, you got apple beer. Apple beer doesn't belong on that list. Ginger beer. Stop it. Apple beer does not belong on that list. I like me some apple beer. You've never had apple beer. Not true. You, juniper takeout. You get it right out of the fountain. We had a taste test this weekend with my kids, and the apple beer was one of them. It was good. It was delicious. But ginger beer? Mm-mm. No, thank you. Doesn't belong. Yeah. Uh, huh. it, yeah. All right. Well, there, there's your beer. Hey, Thesis I'm telling the truth. The telling the truth. All right. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll go one more. I'll go one more. The Jazz will not be in the Western Conference Finals this year. In fact, yeah, they won't even get out of the second round. They'll get beat out of the second round again. Or the first round. Which one? They you, you just went from Western Conference Finals no, to no, second no, it's round. No, 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 stop round. it. No, I said they wouldn't make it to the Western Conference I'm not Conference sure finals. where you're going. No, on. Now, now you're speeding Are they trip. not going to be a playoff team now? No. <laughs> Wait, uh, let me watch my <laughs> clock and see. 30 seconds, you'll say they won't be even 50 wins. No, they. I said they wouldn't make the Western Conference Finals. They'll either get beat out in the second round or the first round, but they won't make the Western Conference Finals. The Western Conference is that good. It's loaded. It is loaded. You know who else is loaded? Well, the Rays. They're loading up on bases and runs. They now lead 3-0. It, uh, Justin Verlander finally got out of the inning. But chew on this. This is the second time in his career that he's allowed multiple runs in a potential series-clinching game. His team is 0-1 when he allows multiple runs, 3-0 when he allows one or less. So he's not off to a good start. doesn't bode well for the Houston Astros. I think there's probably going to be a uh, game five. It's running. It's actually sprinting towards that right now. Top of the second. Astro, or excuse me, the Rays lead 3-0 right now over the Astros. Oh boy, Houston, we may have a problem. It's not good for the Astros. If, if there's a Game 5, I think the Rays win it. If there's a Game 5, I don't think the Astros are getting out of there alive. Interesting. Oh, why is that? Just because they have momentum? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Look, you look at some of the teams like the Giants had, or the Cardinals took that wild card team, ran with it all the way to the World Series and won it. Giants have done that once. I mean, like that can get you a ton of momentum when you're playing that much baseball and you and you're and you're. you're I mean, you're on this streak. It's it's hard to calm down hot bats, man. Astros won Game One, six to two. Game Two, three to one, and then. 
they lose game three, 10 to three. Tampa Bay just came alive. And you're right. They've got momentum on their side so far that just that that hot offense has continued uh, in the early stages of game four. Again, the game's going on right now. It's on Fox Sports 1. Good stuff. Tomorrow, don't forget, winner-take-all games for... Uh, St. Louis and Atlanta. Atlanta. Sorry, at 3.07 in the 6 o'clock game or 6.40 game will be uh, Dodgers and Nationals at L.A. Steven Strasburg versus Rich Hill. I think that the, the pressure is on... Of those two games, I think the most pressure is on Los Angeles. They were the team that rode into the postseason on this this huge cushion that they clinched their playoffs before anybody else. They knew that they were going to be a postseason team. They knew they were going to have home field for a long time. Um, and I think that can be a little bit dangerous, that you become a little bit lackadaisical. And uh, you, Washington, give them credit for coming into the postseason with a bit of a fighting spirit to get there. And that's continued on, and uh, it's been in their favor. So I I think that there's so much expectation on Los Angeles to finally win it this year that I think there's a high stress for the Dodgers coming into that Game 5. The fact that Steven Strasburg is rested fully and healthy is a scary thing for the Dodgers that they have to face. That doesn't bode well for them. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Seager and Bellinger turn it around and... And, you know, spark this offense that seems like it's dull right now. But, I don't know. I'm I'm with Rendon. I feel like if, I mean, you got a healthy Strasburg who's now fully rested by tomorrow. Uh, I'll take the bet on him. Honestly. I'll, I'll, a lot. So, should be a Danny tomorrow. Can't wait for that one. We got to take a break. Come back. We'll finish up this hour. We'll finish up the show. Eric Franzen, RJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press, 106 on FM. 1390 AM, The Fan. Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and RJ Salveson, let's get out of here. 554 your time. We're going to wrap it up here on a show. Eric, that was not fun. What wasn't fun? I don't know. I just feel like you criticizing me all day was not fun. Well, I did not criticize you all. I had this whole day. Like, was so excited to see you today. Just and what do you do? You're just like negative Nelly over there. Just yell at me. And there's some uh, ESPN has a uh, an NBA preseason doubleheader tonight. If you're into that garbage basketball, uh, seeing who might make the roster and who won't. Mavericks That's important stuff. Mavericks man. at the Thunder. Uh, that's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, then later on, it'll be Nuggets at the Trailblazers. That will be in Portland. But uh, some games to uh, whet your appetite if you've been missing NBA basketball. It's a doubleheader tonight, starting at 6, and then the late game at about 8.30. Jazz, their first real legitimate uh, preseason game is tomorrow at Milwaukee. That game will be at 6 o'clock. Oh, it's good to have basketball back. I can't wait till Utah State basketball comes back. And by the way, speaking of which, tomorrow... Eric Peterson, assistant coach for the USU men's basketball team, will join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour to talk about Aggie Madness and his expectations and the coaching staff's expectations for this Aggie squad, which is going to be bearing a lot on their shoulders just to start the season, Eric. 
Yeah, and hey, remind uh, people you know it's going to get cold tonight. We could see snow tomorrow. A weather report brought to you by Apple Beer. <laughs> too, too much Apple Beer. Y'all. It, it, is it really going to snow, dude? It was gorgeous. Yes, today. there's a chance. I mean, it was beautiful today. Now the clouds have started to come in. Temperatures are going to drop. It's going to get cold. It's going to be real cold the next couple of days. So. Oh, just a reminder, I will not be here tomorrow. I'll be at home uh, trying to get to feel better. And so, Eric, you'll be solo. <laughs> you'll be with John Russell. Um, and I'll be here. I mean, I'll be home. And uh, I'll get to talk to you one-on-one with Eric Peterson and uninterrupted with weird questions. <laughs> what kind of weird <laughs> questions would I ask him? Situ- I, I don't even want to imagine. Situational dribbling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for Eric Franson, I'm Andre Salison. Thanks for turning into the Full Court Press. We'll see you tomorrow on a Wednesday evening.